All right, so today we're gonna to be talking about how to house hack. To begin, we're gonna talk about what house hacking actually is for those of you that don't know. So a house hack is instead of buying a single family home when you go to buy a place for you to live in, you're gonna look at a duplex, a triplex, or a fourplex. You're gonna take those extra units that you're not living in and rent them out to help cover some or all of your mortgage and ultimately try living there for free. Now the reason why it's very important for a duplex, triplex, or fourplex is when it comes into lending specifically. When it comes to lending, these types of properties are multifamily, but they're still considered residential. You don't get into commercial properties until you get to a five unit or above. So what that means for you is you can still possibly get an FHA loan for these and put maybe three and a half percent down. So you can leverage your FHA loan for a much larger loan, possibly. You still gotta be approved by your credit, but that way you can leverage out and get a bigger property or property that's gonna make you income or at least cover your living expense. So I'm gonna use an example of a property in South Carolina, Rock Hill specifically, and walk you through how that would work. And then if you're in a market where it it's pretty expensive and house hacking is not going to work for you based off the current costs of properties and what current rents are. I'm going to show you a way to tweak this method to make it possibly work for you and even get paid for it if you're in a market where you don't have problems but you just want to make more income off your property. All right, so let's jump right into it. So what we're looking at here is a triplex. It is 1220-1222 Anderson Road, Rock Hill, South Carolina. This is currently active. So they are asking $325,000 for this property. As you can kind of see here, there's a top unit and a bottom unit. So this is kind of a duplex in and of itself. And then an, another unit right here all by itself, a single family home. So it's being sold all together. We're gonna come down here. So property details, you don't have to read all this. I'm just gonna really quickly show you what's the main numbers we need to know. Downstairs unit here is renting out for 1,050 a month. And the bottom unit is renting out for $900 a month. The single family home over there by itself has long-term tenants in it. They're paying 925 a month and they'd like to stay in the lease. So what you could do is leave them there doing 925, get someone else in the bigger unit that's getting 1,050 a month. So you put that together and you're looking at 1,975 a month is your monthly income and you can live in that bottom unit that's only getting 900 a month. Or I'm sorry, that's the top unit. So. If you live in that one, you won't make that money, of course, but just renting these two out long-term, you're gonna look at $19.75 a month is your gross income. So coming down here, we're gonna just use their calculator. What it's showing here is a 20% down, and this would be the best possible scenario. If you had saved up 20%, this would really make this work very well because you would only be paying $13.85 a month, and you could do a couple hundred for repairs, and a couple hundred dollars a month for maintenance or capital expenditures. You want to save up for whenever the HVAC goes out or replacing the roof. So that would be about $400. So that would put you right at about $1,785. And you have $1,975 coming in 
a month. So you would be cash flowing $200, putting $200 in your pocket to live in this property. Now, I was talking about the FHA loan. So if we did 3.5%, that's going to raise your monthly a lot higher. So by the time you have principal, your property tax, your home insurance, you're at $1,883. Again, you probably still want to stick with a couple hundred dollars set back for your repairs to make sure it's staying up to date for your tenants, as well as capital expenditures. You want to have probably $200 a month saved back for when you do have to replace that roof, right? So you'd be looking really close at about $2,283 a month and your gross income is $1,975. So at that point, you'd be paying a couple hundred dollars out of pocket, but you are still living at this place and improving it for only a couple hundred dollars. So when you go to sell it, it's gonna be worth more in better condition and you'll be able to make money off the sell as well. So either way you can do it, you can either put a large down payment and be cash flowing and or put a small down payment but slowly increase the property's value by maintaining and updating it as you live in it but you will have to spend money as you go. Either way that money has to be spent all up front up to $65,000 or gradually throughout a couple of months. But if you're in an area where this wouldn't really work, you're not going to find a property for this price that's you know boasting those kind of rents, what you can do is you can short-term rental them, which ultimately is Airbnb. So as an example, we jump over here. You're looking at this property. This is just an example. One of the units, two bedroom, two bath, up four guests in it. This is just giving you some rough numbers to run with. Each unit could be getting you a hundred and nine dollars and about sixty percent occupancy, right? So just doing the math, if that was a hundred and ten per unit times two units, that's two hundred and twenty dollars a night. And we're going to times that by 0.6 for your 60%. So you're going to bring in 132 times 365 days a year is $48,180 divided by 12. You're looking at a gross income of about $4,000 a month off of two units if you Airbnb them. So now you're looking at a whole different dynamic, right? You're looking at, you're living in it, it's costing you whatever we were at. If you did the three and a half down, it's looking at about 1850. If you did 20% down, you're looking at about the 1380, right? Somewhere around there, rough numbers. So with that kind of mortgage payment and Airbnb two of the units out while you live in one, you could be making a gross income of $4,000. Of course, you still need to make, you know, take into account what it's going to cost, how much you're going to set aside for repairs. Um, you're going to have a lot more foot traffic with people coming in, going out, coming in, going out, as well as you know, you're going to want to spruce the place up a lot more to be a lot more attractive to short-term renters, people that want to stay there just for a couple nights. They like it a little bit nicer than long-term. So you also got to look at this cost coming in. There will be a lot of upfront cost. You'll make a lot of money in the in the back end, but the front end you've got to put up a lot of money because you're going to have to furnish this property. Each unit will need to be furnished. That's what Airbnb does. So whereas long term you don't have to do anything, just rent it out. Airbnb will have to be staged, furnished, 
decorated, uh, everything that would be attractive to someone that's going to stay there for the night. So this is my way of getting around some of those markets that aren't very strong as far as rent is concerned, long-term rent, but the property prices are really high. And we see a lot of that in Charlotte where I'm currently at. So as you can see, I use this subject property was in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Um, so that's within about a 35 mile radius of us. I think it's 30 miles, 25 or 30 miles from Charlotte city center. But that is how you house hack. You find a duplex or a triplex like this or a fourplex that's within your range after you get pre-approved within your purchase power. Find out what the rents are, if it's in good condition, and then you live in one of the units. You get a 30-year mortgage on the property. You rent the rest out. And hopefully, if you do it right, either long-term or short-term rentals, you can get it to pay most, if not all, of your mortgage and all your other expenses for owning that property and or you do it really well you could be getting paid to live there as well as improving it as you go so you could almost think of it as like a long-term flip living it for five six seven years renovating it as you go with your profits and when you go to sell it if you choose to have your exit strategy in five years or six years you can turn around and make even more off of it because the property's value has been increased from your work as well as it's just naturally going to increase anyways. So I hope this video was helpful. If you had any insights or any questions or concerns or anything you want to add, go ahead and put it in the comments. I'd love to hear it. As always, you have a great day and I'll talk to you later.